about, you know, exercising our right of access. Um, and we, we define the word access, basically it means to be brought into uh, the presence of royalty. And to be introduced and brought in. And brought in in such a way that there is liberty and that there is a freedom of approach. And that all obstacles have been removed. Thank you, Lord. The threat environment does not exist in the throne room. And a threat environment basically is when you go into communication and the communication is completely shut down because someone is angry, because someone is upset and they're giving you a piece of their mind and you don't hear anything they say. You're just looking for the door. Right? But not so with the king. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, you and I have been brought into the very presence of God a new and living way. And so then we are to exercise our right, our privilege to access the throne of grace. And what I like to say and have a face to face, have a face to face with him. Let's look at a couple of scriptures. We're going to talk about this a little bit more tonight. Look at um, Ephesians chapter 2. And uh, let's look at verse 12. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 12 in the Amplified Version. We looked at this Sunday morning. Let's look at it again. Ephesians 2.12 in the Amplified. If I got it wrong, then I'm all messed up with this whatever. But you'll get it because I'm going to read it. It says, in whom? Because of our faith in Him. How many of you know that the Bible talks about having faith in the blood? In whom? Because of our faith in Him. We dare now to have the boldness, amen, the courage, the confidence of free access, of an unreserved approach to God with freedom and without fear. That is powerful. That's a powerful statement. Now, that's not the right scripture. But I don't care. Because we're not out to impress you or to have perfection here. So listen to it again. It says, because of our faith in Him, we dare to have the boldness, the courage, the confidence of free access. Access granted to blood-bought children of the Most High God. Oh, we can have courage, confidence, a free access, unreserved approach to God with freedom and without fear. Now, I know I got this one right, so give me another chance. Romans chapter 5. Romans the 5th chapter, the 2nd verse. We're going to look at the Amplified Version again. Romans 5, 2. So, exercise then your right to minister and to fellowship with our Father. Your dad. Your heavenly Father. Uh, Romans 5, 2 says this. It says, through him also we have our access, our entrance. Our introduction, that's another term for access. 
by faith into this grace, the state of God's favor. You know, you've got great favor with God. I mean, to be able to come boldly to the throne of grace, that's favor, man. That's favor. To be able to take your cares and take whatever's going on in your life and talk to your Abba Father about it, that's favor. The Bible says that his ears are open unto the cries of the righteous. So faith in the blood of Jesus is the power and the vehicle that launches us into the very presence of God. Hallelujah. Faith in the blood will launch you into the very presence of God. Communion with the Holy Spirit will launch us into the very presence of the Most High God. Amen. I want you to listen to this statement tonight. Because we're going we're gonna to take it a, a little step further. You know, we've talked pretty much the whole year about developing fellowship with the Lord, right? And, and developing friendship with God. And we looked at David's life and, and we're pressing into that, right? I mean, we're not perfect, but we're, we're, we're heading on that road, right? Hallelujah. But listen to this. Let's take it just one step forward. Faith in the blood of Jesus grants you access... To heaven's economy and resources. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, by faith in the blood, by being in his presence, with access granted from the Most High to God's economy. To heaven's resources. Now, don't just think of money. It's part of it, but it's not all of it. Heaven's resources? What do you mean? I'm talking about angelic power. I'm talking about anointing power. That'll bump you up in the grace of God. Heaven's economy. Heaven's resources. Now listen to this statement. Where angels are everywhere on assignment. Where angels are everywhere... On assignment. Today I was invited to go into a, a business and to, and to pray over the business because they've been having difficulties. And I just went over there and sat down in the gentleman's office. And, you know, when you're invited into a place by invitation, that means you have a right to hear from heaven. You know, whereas if you just come in and, and, and try to take over something, that's a little bit more difficult. But I was invited there, and he began to tell me, you know, he said, you know, first 24 years of our business, he said, I mean, you know, this is Mark Thomas terminology, it was fat city. In other words, there was abundance, there was a lot of increase. And he says, man, this last couple of years, he says, all of the people in the business are concerned, and they're, you know, and they're, they don't know what they're going to do, and it's... It's really been tough. And immediately I just saw in my spirit what to do, how to pray, and how to give him counsel and, and so forth. And, and one of the things that I said 
was, you know, we've really, really, really got to watch our words. Because words are a part of the economy of heaven. And I said, you know, there's a scripture in Matthew that it says that whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And I said, we've got the power to stop Satan's assignment on your business. And also, and I didn't come out and say it this boldly, but to stop words that are not in alignment with our covenant. And then I said, you know, we got power to do that. And I said, but we also have the power to loose. And I said, we got the power to release angels. Oh, hallelujah. Angels sent forth to minister for them who are heirs of salvation. Hearkening to the voice of his word. Just waiting for the command. And for a covenant man or woman who will just dare to have faith in God. We got the power to release the angels, and we've got the power to loose business, and for them to influence people. And I said, you know, there's people in this city. I said, everyone's not poor in this town. <laughs> I said, there's money out there. And I said, there are people that God will divinely connect to your business. And I said, not only that, but we're going to believe God for increase for the people that are struggling. And so, I said, in addition to that, I said, thank God for those 24 years of abundance. Remember what God has done. Remembering is a part of hooking you in to the testimony of what He has done. And when you talk about what he has done, whoo, the anointing is there for him to do it again. Come on, somebody, help this preacher. So, you know, I talk about being thankful for what God's done. And I said, you know, even though it's tough right now, excuse me, even though it's tough right now, just thank him for new business and thank him for increase. And he says, you know, I never thought of that. And so he got all of his people in his business together. And they were kind of quiet, but I prayed. <laughs> and I prayed and I believed God. And I believe they're in agreement with me. And you know what? God's moving on that business. And God's no respecter of persons. You may have had a difficult time, but glory to God, don't live there. Start binding some things. Start loosening some things by faith in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. One southern lady who is a, was a pastor's wife. They've since gone on to be with the Lord. And uh, they pastored in Texas for, I don't know, maybe 50 years. That's quite a... Quite a deal of faithfulness there. And 
she'd go shopping and she'd go get what she needed, you know, in small towns. They got, you know, whatever kind of stores there where they got mostly everything. Down in Pawnee, they had a place called Cheatham's. And I kind of wondered if they ever got Cheatham at Cheatham's. <laughs> but they had everything, didn't they? It's kind of like the Walmart, you know, it's the new deal now. <laughs> but, you know, she'd come home with hairspray and bread and, you know, whatever women get. Peanut butter. Well, where'd you get that, Mom? Oh, I went to the getting place. I went to the getting place. Come on, somebody. I submit to you that the presence of God, the throne room of grace, is our getting place. It's not the only purpose. Now, I know that. I'm not stupid. But listen, friend, whether it's healing or direction or mercy or strength, you can find it, friend. In the presence of the Lord. Come on, lift your hand up and thank Him for His presence. Come on, pray a little bit in other tongues. Oh, Lord, we love you tonight. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! (laughs) Woo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah, go to the getting place and get your need met. Go to the getting place and get refilled and refueled and re-empowered with the Holy Ghost from on high. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's supernatural strength in the getting place. Supernatural wisdom in the getting place. Supernatural power in the getting place. Your relatives may say, and the people around you that don't know anything about the getting place said, Where'd you get that? I got it at the getting place. I got it at the getting place. Come on, get born again. I'll show you how to get to the getting place. It's full of mercy. It's full of grace. Hallelujah. It'll empower you to run your race. Amen. Woo. So let's turn to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11 verse 6. Amen. Just get it. Just take it tonight. Take encouragement. Hebrews eleven six. Faith in the blood. Amen. You know, if you feel condemned and all bad about yourself, you'll never go to the getting place because you'll never think you deserve it. The fact of the matter is you don't deserve it and I don't deserve it, but His blood made us the righteousness of God. And we're cleansed and now we can draw near with full assurance and confidence. Everyone say, because of the blood. blood. Let's look at this from a couple versions. Go ahead and read. I'm a little bit out of breath. Go ahead. One, two, three, read. Okay, I just got my second wind. All right, now let's look at the Amplified Version. Let's look at the Amplified, all right? (laughs) Amen. I'm a happy preacher tonight because I got my preaching partner home with me. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I got my bride, the love of my life, home. 
Amen. That's what God's saying to some of you tonight. Come on home. You've been away too long. Amplified. But without faith, it's impossible to please and be satisfactory to Him. For whoever would come near to God must necessarily believe that God exists. And, there's and, He is the rewarder of those who earnestly and diligently seek Him out. If you seek Him, you will find Him. If you draw near to Him, He will draw near to you. He never changes. What happens is we change. What happens is we get distracted and we get flaky. But at the end of the distractions and at the end of the flakiness, He remains forever faithful, forever the same, waiting for you to draw near so that He can draw near to you. Amen? Amen. So the point is this, is exercise your access to Him, have faith in His blood, and understand that He will reward those who diligently seek Him. Now part of this reward is His inheritance that is yours. How many of you have ever gotten an inheritance, naturally speaking? Now, I haven't, but one day I will. But there's an inheritance that God's got for you. Look at Ephesians 1.18, and, and let's just look at that for a moment. Ephesians 1.18, you know, Paul, of course, is praying for the church at Ephesus. He prays the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, Father, glory, give unto you the spirit of wisdom, revelation, and the knowledge of Him. The eyes of you understand, being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling. Amen. Verse 18. Ephesians 1, what is the hope of his calling? Okay, and then verse 19, and what, oh, there it is. And what are the riches, let, read that part B. And what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the same? Did you notice that phrase? And what are the riches of his glory? Let's get our mind off of money and off of wealth and let's get our mind on Him and He'll bring the riches of His glory into our lives. And friend, when you have the riches of His glory, He'll show you how to pay your bills. He ain't broke. Amen? But oh, the glory. Everyone say the riches of your glory. Now notice this. And, and He says... This is an inheritance that's ours. In other words, this belongs to you and this belongs to me. It's in the saints. Amen. So what God is saying to us in these days is then, draw near and receive it. Draw near and receive it. You know, not long ago, there was an article in Forbes magazine about 400 billionaires in the United States. And, you know, it, it observed how exactly that they got their money. Some of them got their wealth through entertainment. Some of them got it through oil. Others got it through technology. But there were three brothers who were worth 3.7 billion each. 
And next to their names was not oil, was not technology. Next to their names, how they obtained their wealth was through inheritance. In other words, they didn't have anything to do to obtain this wealth. They were born into it. Now, I'm not saying that everyone here is going to be a kazillionaire, a millionaire, a billionaire. I pray that you will. But don't lose your mind looking for it. But if you're a child of God, you have an inheritance. Go like this. Start talking to yourself. I have an inheritance. Look at your faith neighbor. Some of you don't have a neighbor, but say, you have an inheritance. (laughs) And you didn't have anything to do with attaining it. You were just flat born into it. Let's look at a couple of scriptures about that. Romans 8, verse 16 and 17. Oh, the power of the blood of Jesus. There's overcoming power in His blood. There's cleansing power in His blood. There's emboldening power in His blood. The blood of Jesus is precious. Because we were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold. But we were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ. As of a lamb without spot, without blemish. Yes, even before the foundation of the world and the earth, he was the lamb slain. And John said, behold, the lamb of God which takes away the sin of the world. He was trying to draw their attention away from the natural into the realm of the Spirit and said, look, get a revelation. The Lamb is coming. And it does us very, very good if we will continue to behold the Lamb in the pages of the Word, but also behold Him in the presence of God. Access granted to you and me. Romans 8.16, let's look at this. It says, The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with who? Alright, now go over to Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. And I want you to look at these. You know, it's good to look at the Word. Amen? And thank God for the, like Mario Marilla calls it, the Blessetron. But don't rely always on the Blessetron. Bring up B-I-B-L-E to church. And, and, you know, let your eyes rest on the Blessed Tron, but let your eyes rest on the Word in your Bible. Amen. Amen. Or your whatever you got, iPad or whatever. Colossians 1.12. Let's read it together. It says, Given thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Now that word meet there is an old English word. And it literally means he's made us able. So God has given us the able. He's qualified you and I to partake of this inheritance. You're an heir of God. An heir is a person that has equal possession because, come on now, because of equal position. Equal possession because of equal position. Amen. Normally, an inheritance, when a 
father and mother leave an inheritance to their children, they normally leave equal amounts. Amen? Equal possession because of equal position. That is, if one of them is not an idiot. You know, and that happens. But in Christ, we're not idiots. (laughs) In Christ, we're not nincompoops, right? I mean, let's be honest about it. Some people just couldn't handle an inheritance. I mean, you know, you put a million dollars in their hands, it's gone tomorrow. Next thing you know, they're feeding on the husk that the pigs feed on. I mean, it's just the truth. Equal possession because of equal position. And the moment that we take our place in God's presence, we are positioning ourselves to receive our inheritance. Because of the blood of Jesus, we've got a privileged relationship with Him. A relationship with an immeasurable inheritance. You know, a lot of Christians are out of position. And they're not walking in all that the blood has purchased for them. But oh, if you're out of position, just get back in. If you're out of line, just get back in line. And I'm not here to tell you you're out of line and all that stuff, so don't get nervous in the service. I'm not trying to rebuke anybody. But if you're out of line, you know. And I know. So get back in position. And as we take our position in Him and receive our inheritance, we can boldly declare that I'm taking my place at the throne room of grace in His favor and mercy are hovering over my life. Everywhere that I go, in all that I do, I'm fully assured that He is on the throne of my life. I know fully well that He is my Master and He is my Lord and that He takes care of His own. Therefore, I do not worry. I do not stress. But I simply take my place as a son and as a child of the King. And so at the throne room, Rome, I boldly come and sing. I sing songs of the blood. And the glory of the Lord begins to manifest in me and on me. Enabling me to be a blessing to those around me. So take your place. Position yourself every day. Oh, sing songs about the blood. The Holy Spirit will show you what to sing and He'll show you what to say. Come on in to the very presence of God for in it are your answers and in it is your peace and your joy here and forevermore. Amen. So in closing tonight, I want to make one more point and it's not a long one. But did you know... (laughs) Glory to God. God will give you a song. He will give you a song. I love Pastor Tom says he gets songs in the shower. 
And you know what? You don't have to be a songwriter to get a song. You don't have to record it. You know? It may not bless anybody, but I'll tell you who it blesses. It blesses Him. Because by the time it goes through the filter of the heavenlies, hallelujah, it comes out just fine and just good. (laughs) And it helps you. Does it help you to sing a new song? I'd rather sing a song in the night than be tossing and turning and full of fear and full of fright. I'd rather sing a song that my Redeemer lives when all hell would try to break loose. I'll break out in a song of praise. I'll lift my voice and my hands will I raise. And His glory shall fill my room and my very being. Hallelujah. So we don't have to be afraid of the terror by night. (laughs) Nor the arrow that flies by day. For the Holy Spirit moves in us and on us. For He never slumbers nor sleeps. And He watches over us all. Say it with me. The hand of the Lord Lord is upon me me for good. good. Amen. Amen. Oh, bless the Lord. And so I want to close tonight by just reciting some songs about the blood. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains. The dying thief rejoiced to see the fountain in his day and there may I though sinful too wash all my sins away. Dear dying lamb Thy precious blood shall never lose its power till all the ransomed church of God be saved to sin no more. And since by faith I saw the stream, the flowing wounds supply, redeeming love has been my theme and shall be until I die. Hallelujah. David Ingalls, 1991, on the basis of the blood. Listen to this. On the basis of the blood. On the basis of the blood. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm a son of his love. There are no impossibilities. Just because I'm in the family, reigning through life on the basis of the blood. Christ came as a high priest of good things to come. He carried his own blood, entered in once into heaven's sanctuary, secured our redemption, and gave himself an offering to God. It was accepted, our seal of redemption, the blood of our Christ, God's holy son. He bought us. A right standing of eternal sonship. With all of its right and privileges. On the ground of his holy blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. Lewis E. Jones. (laughs) 
1899. Whoa, glory. I'm telling you, some of these songs will never lose their anointing. Hallelujah. Because it's honoring the blood. Honoring the Redeemer. This song is called, There's Power in the Blood. There is power. Power. Wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder, wonder-working power, miracle-working power. Woo, the power to turn things around. It's the precious blood of the Lamb. Would you be free from the burden of sin? There's power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's wonderful power in the blood. Would you be free from your passion and pride? There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. Come for a cleansing to Calvary's tide. There's wonderful power in the blood. Would you be whiter, much whiter than snow? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Sin stains are lost in its life-giving flow. There's wonderful power. Ooh, I'm happy tonight. There's wonderful power in the blood. Would you do service for Jesus, your King? There's power in the blood. Power in the blood. And would you daily his praises to sing? There's wonderful power. Sing it. There's wonderful power in the blood. Yes, there's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. Trina Hankins. I'm worthy, accepted, chosen, perfected. By the power in your blood, I'm a child produced by love. I can boldly draw near to you by the blood. For the price has been paid to give me access. You bring me into the presence of my Father. Where I cry, Daddy God, Daddy God. In your presence I can see your face. For the veil has been removed and erased. I added that. In your presence I can see your face. I'm very close to your throne of grace. You renew my strength with your strong embrace. And with joy I can finish this race. I can finish this race. You can finish this race. Because there's wonderful power in the blood. In your presence there's an anchor for my soul. You are the God of all hope. Now I'm satisfied, for you've made me whole. So I, re- I surrender to your control. There's wonderful working power in the blood. Pastor Tom, come. Let's just thank him right now. Father, we do thank you tonight. Let's, uh, let's all stand to our feet. Let's exercise this right of access right now. Good things can happen even tonight at the throne room of grace. You can get a touch from heaven right in this place. A touch from glory. 
And then you'll be able to testify. Hallelujah. And tell the story. Thank you, Father.